Mayor Shabbos, my friends. It's uh, Erev Shabbos, Parshas Chayisara, uh, Shabbos Mavorchim of uh, the month of uh, Kislev. And uh, for this week, I want to uh, take us to a different section of davening, a different place than, uh, than we've been before, something which we say regularly, but I think it's something which is important to focus our attention on now as we're beginning to feel the political pressure and it seems in some regards that perhaps the uh, the political support, which is so essential to uh, the success of this uh, this war, uh, is begin is potentially beginning to wane. There is the march which is coming up this uh, this week, which hopefully will uh, reinforce that uh, that support, which is uh, which is so essential, with all of our various various elected uh, representatives and officials to keep their eye focused on the the safety and security of the state of Israel in the, the Jewish people and will allow the, the IDF to be able to carry out the uh, the task which they have uh, before them to eradicate uh, the world, the Gaza and the, the world from uh, from Hamas. And therefore, I just want to focus on this one section of davening to remind us about ultimately who's in charge. That as much as it's a, it's important to put in the hishtablis for the uh, the safety and the well-being of the Jewish people and the safety and the well-being of the state of Israel, but ultimately our safety and well-being comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I want to just make sure that we don't lose sight of that, that we don't lose our focus on that. So where I want to draw your attention this week, again, we're, uh, we'll accept upon ourselves Glee Netter to try and say this section of davening with a little bit more focus and a little bit more uh, attention, say a little bit more slowly to think about the words and the meaning of the words. But it is the paragraph that we say every day in Sukkot Zimra, following the paragraph of Ashrei. So this is the first of ha- the Halalukas. And we're not going to start from the beginning, but we say, that one should not trust in noblemen, these are people who are able to give all sorts of promises. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do things for you. And they promise us to the sky about how everything is that they're capable and they're powerful and they're, they could do whatever they want in order to provide us with uh, with salvation and assistance. But ultimately, whatever Nadivim, whatever noblemen, whatever government officials or whoever it is in the world who's promising that they're going to go ahead and take care of us, ultimately, this is a person who cannot even provide his own sense of salvation, can't even save himself, as the next Pasuk is going to tell us, and he certainly can't go ahead and assure the safety of the Jewish people. Because what happens to all of these nedivim? As soon as their spirit leaves them, as soon as their soul leaves them, so they return to uh, to the ground. Mepharshim explained this sort of like a balloon, we have a balloon which is filled with air, and it could look like this intimidating, powerful uh, person or powerful animal or something like that. And then as soon as you cut the power and it deflates, everything just falls, uh, collapses onto the ground, and you realize that there was actually nothing there. It was just a facade, and it was just something which gave the external appearance of power, but really possessed nothing whatsoever. And by Yomahu, on that day, when the soul leaves them, of all of their plans and all their aspirations and all of their thoughts about what they were going to do, it's completely lost. So ultimately, all of these people that we think are the possessor of power, the source of power, they actually have no power whatsoever. They're ultimately guided by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in contrast to those who trust Nadivim, those who trust, those who give the appearance of power, Asher Yaakov Be'ezrael, 
fortunate and happy are those who, for whom they place their trust and their reliance on the God of Yaakov. The reason why we mention the God of Yaakov is because of all of the, the Avos. So Yaakov was the one who faced, uh, in many ways, the greatest existential threat to his existence. He had to deal with Asa of Russia, and he had to de- deal with Lavan, who tried to go ahead and eradicate him from uh, existence. So somebody who is able to trust the God of Yaakov, so that's a person who's going to be fortunate and is going to be happy. Sivro al Hashem Elokov, and they're going to go ahead and they're going to place their hope and their reliance and their trust on Hashem, his God. Why is it so reliable? Why is it so uh, acceptable in something which is so empowering to rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Ose Shemaim Varetz. He's the one who made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything which is in it, and therefore is the creator of everything. So see, certainly he has the power over everything. And not only that, but Baruch Hu is the one who is uh, the only one who's able to make a promise and keep it no matter what, keep it under all circumstances, because nothing can impact his existence and get in the way of him carrying out his, uh, his promises. And even if it takes many generations for the promise to be fulfilled, nonetheless, we have full confidence that Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to be able to do that because he is the creator as opposed to the Nadivim. And therefore, one more pasuk, just because it's relevant of its relevance to what goes on. And being that Kodesh Baruch Hu is the creator, some of the things which Kodesh Baruch Hu does is, Osem Mishma Lashukim, he is going to be able to do judgment to those who are oppressed, those from whom things were stolen from them, to be able to save them from their oppressors. So if they are terrorists, ultimately Akash Baruch Hu is the one who's going to do judgment to them, save us from them. Nosem Lechem Loraevin, he provides food and sustenance for those who are hungry. Hashem Atir HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who releases the imprisoned or releases the hostages. And these few psukim, which we have over here in this uh, capital Tehillim, this parak of Tehillim, are something which really speaks to where we're holding right now, reminds us of the need that we have, as much as it's important to make Hishtavlus, Beder Chateva, to secure Israel's future and its safety and security. But we can't lose sight of the fact that ultimately it is a Karash Baruch Hu, that it's the Kel Yaakov Ezra, that we need the God of Yaakov to be our support. And we need to make sure that our hope in our salvation, hope towards salvation, is Al Hashem Al Kav, is, is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Mirza Hashem, we should be able to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu taking care of us, providing us with that security, manipulating the minds and the hearts of all of those people who need to be manipulated to make sure that we continue to have the resources necessary for the state of Israel to defend itself. Mirza Hashem, to be able to be, that we should be able to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu as the Matir Asurim, the one who's going to restore the hostages to us alive and intact and healthy. And hopefully we'll be able to see a, uh, the, uh, the ultimate gula as the end of all of this. So this is our Kabbalah Blinader for the next week, to be able to focus our attention on this one of the Halalukas, these Psukim and the Halalukas, to remind us of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's role in all of this and what ultimately we would like to see. Have a good Shabbos, and the Mirza Hashem will have Besuros Tavos, not only for this Shabbos, but in the coming month as well. Baal Tuv.